This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Jesus, we give a praise. We give a praise. We give a praise. Hallelujah to your name. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and give God praise. I'm actually wondering whether I should take a song or say this first. When you have a morning like this with this kind of damper, at times, or many times, it's also an opportunity to open your heart and receive something from the Father. Many years ago, they were supposed to have a very great camp meeting by Papa Egin, and then this heavy rain started. And then those who were around, he told them to come to the altar and pray. And that was when Jesus appeared on the altar. Till today, everyone present, they, those who are still alive among them, they live till today to remember the experience of that evening. So it's not every rain that you bind. I get what I'm saying. Yeah, there are some that you can say, Lord, stop this one. But there are other times that Jesus wants to do some quiet works. I received an instruction last night while praying. I must stop all the services by 30, 30 minutes to the end and I'm going to ask all the pastors anyone, so I will start we will share the grace with stop, but the pastors will be at the front here whatsoever you need them to pray with you about or to agree with you on, it shall be done quickly Amen. thank you Lord Jesus so my own work is quite small. They are going to do the bulk of the work. And you are going to see the kind of testimonies that are going to come from this service. As I just heard the whisper of the Spirit last night. He said, when you come in all the three services, let the pastors minister to the people. Why you just bring the word? So, Play to him that sits upon the throne. Just keep playing. Hallelujah. So if I don't get to preach much, most of the miracles that we happen this morning are in the area of lifting. People will be healed, no doubt. Also, families will be rescued. It's a turning point. God will just change direction. Those who have been moving what they call linear motion, the Lord will just step you up. Yeah. Every good thing in your life, those ones that have happened occasionally, because of what the Lord is doing this morning, they will no more happen occasionally, they happen regularly. Yeah. 
and an end is coming to all bad experiences. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know, the anointing of God is very strong again. And I'm actually wondering, Lord, what else? When the glory comes, there's no what to say. Shalamanda Kabayas. Lita Kasuza Kibradi Katosiyabas. Did you hear the testimony of the person whose member of the family was insane? How many of you heard it? And God fixed the person. Did you hear the testimony of somebody whose mother walked away for 11 years? How many of you heard it? We had some more powerful ones during devotion this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There is someone listening to me unjustly fired. I just see them taking a decision and coming back to beg that you should return. And these conditions are different now. Amazing conditions. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me share something briefly and I will leave them. So the Bible says, this might be the foundation of, we started talking about how Satan gained, how believers allow Satan to gain entrance into their lives. I will talk about words. Do you remember? Thank you, Pai. Can I have your seat briefly? Let me know when it's 825. I'm counting on you, Josh. So I don't. Once age 25, I just want to stop. So I can do over and then that we still have 30 minutes to. Or when they say 20, just let me know. Hallelujah. One of the things that the Spirit of God will be doing also is to open your eyes to see things. Remember, I said that the cause of the costless shall not come. Apart from words. Apart from disobeying God, one of the ways through which people open the door for Satan also is wrong association. Elisha looked at Jehoshaphat and Ahab and he got angry. But then he changed his mind because of Jehoshaphat. There is a reason why the Bible says what it says in 1 Timothy 5.22. And I want us to look at this. During the, we had a vigil on Friday, the leaders. I can't be more open about certain things I said. See, the Spirit of God through Paul was warning Timothy. Lay hands suddenly on no man. Neither be a partaker of other man's sins. Keep yourself pure. If you have a Jonah in your boats, there's no amount of prayer you will pray that will not make you sink except to get Jonah out. 
You cannot pray for survivor when there is Jonah with you. Pray. It's God to open your eyes to know who Jonah is and get him out. Today, what I've just said now. Yes, the Bible said the men tried. When the storm started, they tried. They threw away some load into the sea. But all to no avail. And in second and in third service, I'm starting with Jonah. I will show you different people in the Bible. And what their presence costs. It is true. You see, in the wisdom of God, 1 Corinthians 15, 33, the Bible says, evil communication corrupts good manners. Good manners, they don't correct evil communication. It is evil communication that corrupts good manners. A white cloth does not whiten red oil. Red oil will stay the white cloth. Did you get that? Association is very powerful. And God does not joke with it. I remember many years ago, it's a very popular Christian lawyer, you all know, but I don't like mentioning people's name. I've learned not to mention people's name. I was preaching one that somebody sent me a message. That I don't want to mention people. I just leave it like that. He employed this person and everything started coming down. There is no reason for a child of God not to move from one level to another. For the part of the just is as light that shines brighter. Once the blessing begins and it stops, once you experience favor and it stops and it ceases, a mistake is made somewhere. If it's not in words and in not disobeying God, it is in association. And Satan doesn't give up in this. He brought this man in. You know, he said he fasted for three days without food and water. And on the third, the Lord asked a question. What is that guy doing in your office? And the guy happened to be his cousin. He fired the guy today. The next morning, clients started bringing deals or billions again in millions or in properties. But for a long time, he said, even though he knew in the spirit, I want to show you something here. Genesis. Genesis 13, I think verse 14. Are you getting me this morning? I'm trying not to really go, but I, see, it's not every time that we preach, preach, preach. If I've been able to pass an instruction across to you, I have already preached. So I don't need to go 40 minutes, 50 minutes, <laughs> and the Lord said to Abraham, what's your observation here? When? There is a reason why there are no meaningless details in the word of God. Every scripture is important. The Bible deliberately is letting you know that God spoke after lots. The day Lot left, as he carried his bag and he left, God said, okay, now we can now tell you some things. Because God told Abraham, Genesis 12, leave your family, your father's house, but he took one of them. Lot. And I'll show you some other two people, second and third service. 
There are many people. So why did Paul tell Timothy? In other words, he said, do not lay hands on the Lord, any man. And don't be a partaker. <laughs> yeah. Association, people, and objects. I will speak more on objects. We are not a deliverance ministry. No, I don't believe in I I believe deliverance is in the word of God, but not the way it's being preached and being done in many places in Africa. Let me put more into bondage. But I am for everything the Bible teaches. And I'm going to show you under New Testament how objects can get you into trouble. You need to ask God to open your eyes. What the Lord said to which will happen as the ministers pray with you. Because remember, I stopped last week by saying that Elisha dropped the stick where the axe head fell. I said at third service, maybe you were for first service, and then the matter came up. When the guy said that, alas, master, it was borrowed. What axe head, you know the way the axe is, metal part, wooden part, you hold the wooden part, this metal part to call tree. When the metal part is missing, you are helpless somebody that has no axe. And many people, they are axe head in life, the metal part is missing. They are hitting tree against tree. That is when people are frustrated in life and it's like nothing is working. But that guy recognized and they cried and said, Master, it was borrowed. Elisha said that bringing your axe head back is not a problem. I only need you to answer one question. We are Felix. Inability to answer this question is why many people remain in bondage. Because the axe head, there must be a spot where it fell. It is on that spot that tree must be thrown and then it will flow again. So that was why when Jesus asked the father of that boy in Matthew 17, the boy with epilepsy, he said, how long has this been? He said, sir, from when he was young. The only time Jesus was interested in the origin of a problem. And he said, at times he cast him into fire. That was why that situation, it, it, it mystified, it mystified. You remember? They came to me just in night. They said, why couldn't we cast out that spirit? He said, this kind does not go out. This is a buried problem. He said, except by prayer and fasting. Because every other one, they were not fasting. They, were, they ate so much that the Pharisees asked a question. When that, Lord, why are the disciples of John fasting? Are your own disciples are not fasting? Yet he sent them to two and they healed. They came back. They said, even demons were subject to us in your name. Is that true? Luke 10. Matthew 10, Luke 10. Jesus sent them two by two. They came back with a report that demons were subject to them. But this demon in chapter 17 of Matthew was not subject to them. That was why it shocked them. They came in the night and they said, that, Master, this one is different. In chapter 10, we were casting out spirits, anointing people with oil and they were getting ill. But he said, what happened in this case? And Jesus said, this kind does not go out. Because the guy said, Master, I brought this son, my son to your disciples and they could not heal him. And it was that kind that Jesus said does not go out. That Jesus also asked the father of the boy, how long has this been? That means, if the Bible says, do not lay hands suddenly on no man. 
See, there are um, spiritual laws. Anyone who comes here, we can lay hands on. I said the spirit says otherwise. But you cannot just go to the streets. I remember there are two ministers of God whose names I don't want to mention also. Independently, independently, as in separately, without knowing or talking to each other. There used to be in Nigeria one very, very, very old evangelist. Many of you will know that it's not a, a, by the time uh, TV was coming, it was not popular again, so nobody really. But this guy will at times distribute flyers through helicopter before our Bishop Idausa, before Idausa, this guy was the is from the western part of the country. All of a sudden, all the spirit he was able to cast out came back on it. He was in terrible bondage. And there are these two men who are seen Nigeria, and one of two of the leading men of Nigeria right now. Without talking, they are not friends, they don't really talk to each other. But somebody went to meet one to come and pray for this man, this old evangelist, because he, he, had been, he was sick and almost losing his mind in the house. And the guy, as he was dressed up, the Lord said that you dare not go there. Now, about some months after that, the second man of God, who is not a friend with this one, no talk was also called, come and pray for this man. He entered his car and he heard God's voice audibly. You cannot go there. Yes. That might not happen to a Christian or a baby Christian. I don't know what happened to that minister and God that made God to say that even you trying to help, you are going to sink with him. Why did Paul say this to Timothy? Jesus commanded us to lay hands on anything, but Paul said to Timothy that don't lay hands on He said, don't be a partaker. Now, you have not done something wrong, but you can share in someone's punishment. He said, don't be, he's, he's so direct. Don't be a partaker of a man. He said, keep yourself pure. In other words, another man under certain circumstances can stain you. I told them at the vigil and I mentioned the name of the man because of God. I want, I don't know. They just brought a maid in and everybody started getting sick. Including himself. As he was praying, he went to that girl's room. I told the girl that, see, around 1 a.m., if 5 o'clock meets you in this house, I will kill you myself. As she carried her bag and walked out of the gate, everybody became well. Everybody. You see, people are not just individuals. People are also spirits. It does not mean they are all possessed. But some people have a wrong spirit. It's like wrong cables connecting. Once they come into your life, you are going down. And there's no amount of prayer you can pray. What God will tell you is that tell that person to go. A lady once called me every time. Now she has a baby. Every time she ever got pregnant and they called a particular person, she would lose it. Every time. And I was like, dear sister, that's, well, she's word of faith. Well, like that. And I said, that's very sick. You don't need to call anybody anything. Don't say she's a poor, whatever. Just don't. And for the first time, for nine months, she never told that person. And then she gave back successfully. 
It's not a call to start suspecting people. It's a call to start yielding to the Holy Spirit. To know. In some cases, a wrong person, a person with the wrong spirit comes around you, maybe to work for you. He is the one that runs it because of the uh, how vicious the presence of God is in your life. But in some other case, the Spirit of God will warn you. Even though you are a mighty man of God's presence, this person cannot be with you. There is no pastor that does not know what I've just said now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Everybody pray in the spirit for a while. A revelation of Look at me, everybody. You know, some why I was meditating on this message. This has happened to me times without number. And some of them, they know. I would have told them something by the Spirit and I'll be meditating on it. I would just be looking at Facebook and the message will pop out to be talking about the same thing. Just yesterday, now I started last week. I was just watching Pastor Chris Akilome. You won't expect somebody from a, some, a man, if a delivery minister said so, it won't shock me. But from a man that teaches faith new creation realities, he just pointed to people and said that there are people that you give money to and you enter poverty. And he said, and he began to speak along this line also. And then he said that I am one, was talking to his church members, that be careful people carry your children. Children are innocent and they have open spirits. People can begin to get them into trouble long before they even grow up. Yes. You see, I would have loved to show you how many times New Testament we are told to be careful. There is no tolerance for fear in New Testament, but it's also a call for caution. Watch and pray. Why? If you don't watch, the Bible says why men slept. What happened? The enemies came. That means you must not sleep. Brother, <laughs> I saw what you remember me. That was what they were saying. Masu. So it's their slogan. I'm telling you, why men slept? So men should not sleep. If a man is sitting beside you, just look at him. You know what? When your husband is trying to sleep, tell him. Bible says why men slept. But women are allowed to sleep. <laughs> so you can go to bed and tell your husband, did you hear what the Bible and pastor said? Why men? So you stay. Why I sleep? Because the Bible was very direct. Why men? What happens when women sleep? The Bible didn't say anything. Nothing happens when they sleep. It's the men. But I'll call it generic term for Christians. When you sleep a lot, the Bible is not talking about us not sleeping. Even Jesus slept in the boats. But the Bible is saying that if you lay down your guards, there is an enemy. I spoke about the edge last week. He is ever present behind your wall that God has surrounded you with. 
waiting for an opportunity. One of the opportunities that you sleep, you go to sleep. Somebody comes to you, just accept them without praying. Hallelujah. Oh, it's my calling this one. And then you are it does not mean, again, I'm repeating, it does not mean these people are possessed or anything. They might just be a wrong move for you to bring them in to your place. And that is all that the enemy needs. Without the person even knowing. She doesn't hate you, doesn't hate you, but you have just made the wrong transaction. Association is powerful. I want to stop here this morning for us to meditate on this. Ah. I've heard of somebody that gave somebody six months salary in advance and told her that there's nothing wrong with you, but you can't just work here anymore. And she began to cry, Am I a devil? You are not a devil. You can't just work here anymore. And when the six months, when they're over and you need more money, come back, I'll give you another six months if you have not found a job then. But I was praying and the Lord said, You cannot work here. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's rise. I will never, never forget somebody that I know that operates a prophetic gift. Now somebody is actually, he has this prophetic boy, he's a consultant, he trains people, very brilliant man. I remember him saying to a lady, the lady was living with somebody and the person the lady was living with was in her almost, almost 50, in her mid-50s. I don't know why I'm saying this, not married. And he went there one day, looked around. A lady was even a, a leader in one church. And he said to this young lady, if you don't leave this house, the young lady was about 29. They said, I see that as long as you live with this woman, you will never marry. And when you leave her, you need to maintain a gap. She said, Chris, I said, I'm just telling you. She refused to. The younger lady also is in her late 40s right now. This story happened many years ago and she's not yet married. The Bible said that the cost of the costless. May God flood our eyes of understanding with lights that we might know things to walk away from. That's why I just read it to you. If Paul gave that warning, Timothy was a pastor of church in Ephesus, 20,000 members. And he said to Timothy that you can still be a partaker of a man's sin. Yes. I'll stop here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for spirit of revelation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All of you watching me, exactly what happened in the physical, that's how it happens in the spirit also. When you are sick, your body is telling you that there is a condition. Without pain, you will not know that something is wrong. If someone's liver, you can't see your liver. So the only way you know, there's a pain. You go to the hospital, they check with the higher lights. 
and they tell that this is what is wrong. God allowed those things to be. They imagine all of us without pain. Some people just die as they are walking. Because something would have been happening inside and they don't know. Thank God for pain. Because it is how to know that things are not okay. There are some of us, maybe someone like myself, inclusive. I mean, it's, it, thank God for his mercy. If not for pain, some of us will not even rest at all. I don't like rest. All leaders, they know. Sleep is not my strong... I fly 12 hours to America. I don't sleep in the plane. I'm just my eyes. I don't like rest. But you see, when your body tells you at times, when you start all joint paining you, you'll be, you go and sleep. So for me, it's a wake-up call. Once I start sneezing, okay, sleep a little. But without that, I can just go on. When all of a sudden, a blessing stops, there's no advancement. Then you apply to this, not working, this one, start business, it goes down. Life is telling you that something is wrong somewhere. There is something that must be removed. Even if you don't know at what point everything started going off. As these people pray with you today, it won't matter anymore. Yes. That is false, John. No, sorry, uh, James, James 5. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders. Let them anoint him with all and pray prayer of faith. He said the prayer of faith will save the sick man. If he has committed the sin, he shall be forgiven. Is that clear? As long as these people pray for him, if it is sin fueling it, he doesn't even need to know the origin of the sin or which sin. As these elders pray, God takes it for granted that whatever is responsible, these people have intervened and it is over. That is what is happening this morning. If you need them to agree with you on it, we are going to just say it. Any one of them you walk up to say that, okay, I need this deal to happen. So, so I need this to happen in my family. They will pray with you in 10 seconds. It's not in the length. And new things will begin to happen. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to share your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give our friend this morning. Holy are you, Lord God. I see a lot of miracles happening this morning. Those online, the pastors can't touch you, but stretch your hand when they start praying. Malakuria sandalavaria sondalakushtelebo Radigosia mandalava. The accounts are written on the spirit if you are doing a transfer. I'm writing a check, household of David. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless every seed and let there be harvest, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ and by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously, he has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. 
I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.